And we're live. Hooray. That's cool. We did it. Half we did made it. it. Half my headphones just cut out. Perfect timing. Mm. <laughs> Good timing, for sure. Yep. Um, <laughs> it, was, it was the Thanksgiving weekend. It was. And, well, and for you guys. before we get into, like, what happened, what, all, what we all did and everything, <laughs> uh-huh. I want to talk about the best thing that happened this Thursday, and that was the release of the Hey Arnold, The Jungle Movie. I was waiting for this. Oh, was that this? Okay. I didn't actually yep. know that that was. That's out now. Okay. Some brand new Hey Arnold right for your face, uh-huh. your ears. Um, And it, I got to say, pulling on the nostalgia strings, it was a delight watching those 81 minutes or whatever it is. Okay, cool. I'm glad to hear it. A lot of returning characters. There's a lot of like throwbacks. They do like a. There's a there's at one point they do like a bit of a montage for one of the for uh, they're making like a video. So they get all these characters to like come forward and say a few things. And it's like, hey, I remember that episode and that person and that one and that one. And it was great. Pigeon Man's there. It's a great. Good time. Nice. All right. Yep. That's pretty good. Um, they also they also make um like they reveal a bunch of uh, some information about some characters that you never expected. OK, uh, which was super funny. And I don't I don't I'm being vague because I don't want to spoil it for anyone who's um who might be interested yeah but there's definitely there was one joke specifically that like it's a recurring thing in the old show and then they explain why that thing was always there and it's like that's ridiculous um (laughs) okay cool i'm glad to hear it yeah no it was a good time arnold uh it's all about his lost parents he goes to the jungle to find them yep i won't i won't spoil anything else okay i I would if you like hey arnold why not go watch some new hey arnold in 2017 yeah. and i know you Wide like hey arnold who doesn't like hey arnold man it's, i've never actually heard somebody say i hate hey arnold mostly people are just indifferent if anything yeah which makes sense mm-hmm. hey arnold i what i really liked about it it was it was during the time when um cartoons like children's cartoons could be like serious like there could be right. some like dark stuff in there and hey arnold definitely touched on some like serious topics uh and it, which just made it like great. Okay. So cool. Anyway, so I, yeah, I spent some of my Thursday watching that. Um, nice. John, what did what? Paul, you didn't do anything for Thanksgiving, right? I didn't. For Amer- why would American I? Thanksgiving? Yeah, yeah. Why would I? Yeah. There's no reason weird. to. Um, <laughs> yeah. John, why don't you talk about your Thanksgiving? Uh, we went down to Reese's brother's place for American Thanksgiving. So um, we went down there Sunday and we got back Friday night. Cool. Uh, we hung out uh, there. Uh, her her brother, uh, his wife, and their two. Do kids. Do you want to say like what what the city or anything? I don't know how much you're like keeping. I, secret. It was in Virginia. We'll just say that in, it was in okay, Virginia. In Virginia. State. Cool. All right. I don't know so, where that is. Is that on the East Coast? Yep. Yep. All right. <laughs> That's in America. Uh, yeah. It was. I don't know, it was nice. The weather was surprisingly warm there the whole time. I didn't think it was going to be as warm as it was. Yeah, uh, I was in SoCal and it was 25. What? And then, I, yeah, and then I drove That's back disgusting. today and it was and it was raining, and I <laughs> I miss SoCal. I'm so uh, sick of this was, crazy ass weather. Yeah, I although I hear you guys like up in Calgary are pretty warm right now. Um, we apparently a heat wave hit while we were gone, and I think it's ending today because I've had wicked headaches today, which usually means a Chinook's ending. Yeah, okay. I didn't get right. last night. I had a headache and some of today. So my yeah. dad was telling me apparently uh, we're due for like the coldest winter or maybe maybe you guys. I don't know how royal his we was uh, are due for like the coldest winter in a long time. 
And I thought this was going to be the snowiest, not the coldest. Mm. I don't know. I'd I'd rather either way, that, that's going to suck. Yeah. Yep. For sure. <clears throat> no. And Sean is now muted. Okay, good. I freaked out for a second thinking that. <laughs> All right. That was what did just you me. get up to? What did you eat? <laughs> Jesus, I swear, I pressed the I pressed the button and then I assume it registers. <laughs> I just love seeing you go. Damn it! Yeah, because <laughs> uh, well, it's we, like what we went and watched Justice League. Oh, I, nice. I watched that uh, the night before I left. What did you think? It was a movie. It's a. I would. I would go as far as say it's a bad movie. I. It was. Hmm. It exists. It is a movie. I'll there say was, there are parts I liked and parts that I just it was like. Eh. I like Wonder Woman. Yep, Wonder mm-hmm. Woman's good. Uh, I liked Aquaman. I actually legit liked Ben Affleck as Batman. I will say that. Is oh, is this your first time of seeing Ben Affleck? Yes, as Batman? I did not okay. see Batman versus Superman. Yeah, that's also a bad movie. Um, I would say it's worse. I'm not a huge fan of Ben Affleck as Batman. Um, I thought uh, Cyborg looked bad. I I liked Cyborg's actor. Like he was really good at it, especially when they like you can tell they got more comfortable around the other superheroes and See, i'm night- just gonna say like all of cyborg was just kind of like whiny and depressing and it was like there there's nothing to like about you like you're just you're just pissed off mm-hmm. and not even in like a fun like i'm gonna destroy everything pissed off like kratos way <laughs> um but I, I i had heard that the cgi had been rushed to get this release date because i also thought a lot of the enemies looked bad too yeah I can see that. Looking at the enemies, I kept thinking, aren't you just the guys from Gears of War? Aren't you the Locust? I guess. I don't know. I don't even remember what the name. Parademons? That's what it was, right? Something like that. I mean, to be fair, those were probably in the comics long before Gears of War. Yeah, but they looked pretty damn Gears of War-y to me. Uh, um, I'm trying to think of what else. Barry Allen, like the Flash, he's okay. I think the reason I'm not a huge fan of him is I just didn't like their version of the Flash. He's just super whiny. Oh. And maybe because I like watch the Flash show or I read the Flash comics, I just have like a different Flash in my head. Sure. I was so, su- yeah, I was surprised at the Flash that they went with. Yeah, a lot of the joke. I don't think I like s- laughed once. I, I wasn't really feeling any of the jokes. I-, I laughed a couple times, but nowhere near as much as I would at a Marvel movie. Oh, for sure. For and I, th- sure, and I yeah. think that's the thing you're going to have to compare it to a Marvel movie. There's no real way around it. Yeah, right. Of course. Yeah. Yep. And yeah, I think Marvel movies are better, but I think that's just because the style they go for is more cohesive and mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. I think that's the I think that's the key there is Marvel movies are like a fun time. And DC, I'm just like, OK, <laughs> I mean, yep. I guess I kind of have to watch this mm-hmm. as, as a comic book movie fan. Guess I'm just but, here now. This is just what I did have you, to watch. Did you see uh, Wonder Woman proper? Not yet, no. Uh, I think you, I'm getting that for Christmas, so. Yeah, nice. you should definitely see that. I feel like if yeah. you had seen that, you would dislike Justice League more. I have heard that, like, Reese watched it on the flight home. She said it was excellent. And Reese yeah, is real it's, good. It's Reese really good. It's a movie. Like, and, like, and I remember seeing movies. this, something on Twitter, it was like this, like, side-by-side comparison screenshot of, like, here's what the Amazons looked like in, in Wonder Woman, and here's what they look like in Justice League. And one yeah. was, like, you know, Amazon warriors and, like, their dresses and whatever. And then in the Justice League, it's like, here's the bikini Amazon women, and they're, like, boob-clad metal braziers. And I was yeah. like, yeah, of course. 
Wasn't it revealed <laughs> that was like just a training armor or something like that? And that was also in Wonder Woman? Because like they were wearing uh, their normal maybe. outfits in. I Justice definitely League. saw some bikini ones in Justice League. I haven't mm. gone back to like scan Wonder Woman, but I will do that for you. I, I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. <laughs> um, Your countless sacrifices will not be forgotten. <laughs> um, but uh, so okay, Justice League. Anything else about Justice League? Uh, popcorn was good. <laughs> All right. no, we we went to this movie theater that had like actual recliners. I, yeah. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like remote. Like you press a button, it just slowly reclines. It goes all the way back. Like, how do you not just fall asleep watching the movie with that? Sure, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, I definitely, but it was really have, cool. We, we have movie theaters here that have that. We have some that have just couches, like just a normal couch. Yep. Beanbag chairs. We don't have beanbag chair ones here. No, we have I, the other yeah, ones. They're like bag they're chair. like giant beanbag, like those like sumo. Oh, yeah. Okay. Weird. Um, Which makes sense because I movie theaters do more and more of this stuff because they have to like fight against your comfortable living room and big screen TV. For sure. They got to do something, right? Yep. Um, Yep. We're talking about movies. saw Thanksgiving. I went and saw Coco. Okay. I heard that was really good. Yeah. The new Pixar joint. Yeah. um, First off, I'll say the animated short in the beginning was Frozen themed. And I didn't like it. I heard it's the worst. Olaf. Yeah, it's I don't hate Frozen. No, I hate Olaf from Frozen. Yep. And this is straight up called Frozen. Olaf's adventure or something. Yeah, he's like trying to happen. He's trying to find traditions or something. Yeah, he's trying to find holiday traditions because they don't have any because, you know, they were locked away or whatever. Blah, blah, blah. blah. Yeah. And uh, I just hate that guy. He's so just, here's the he's thing an, that guy's an asshole hearing about this. Like you're actually the fifth person I've heard say this and I hate Olaf as well. And even people that don't hate Olaf were like, it's just a waste of time because it's half an hour before the fucking movie starts. I'm not going to see Coco in theaters because of it. Just straight up. There's no way now. I mean, I will say I really liked Coco. I think Coco is worth I'm seeing. Not, I'm not sitting through half an hour of Olaf's bullshit to get to it's half an hour long. I think it's, it's definitely longer than the average <laughs> one because they fit like. It has it's a musical as well, and there's like at least three songs. In that. It's 20 minutes long, 21 minutes long, because oh apparently God. it was a TV wow, show. Long. I'm used to those things being like 10 at most. Yeah, this is actually kind of kind of funny because um, the other Pixar movie that came out this year, Cars 3. Yeah, um, it's serviceable, like it's better than Cars 2. I went and saw that, but the, I feel like the that's short in front of that Lou is really great. So it's kind of like the complete opposite scenario. Mm. I'll say that one. So if, if you if you have a chance to see Cars 3 on DVD or something, watch the animated short, Lou. It's really great. Um, but anyway, Coco's good. It looks beautiful. It's funny. Um, they mix things up a lot. And cool. it pulls at the heartstrings at the end. Like, I was tearing up. Yeah, I heard a lot. It, a lot of people say that, for sure. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's a it's a great time. Um, I, I And it's all Mexican culture. I'm kind of curious how much of it is, like, like faithful to Mexican culture or if they were just like stereotyping the hell out of it. I wouldn't know. Obviously I don't, I don't have any background hi- history with that, but I'm kind of sure. curious um, how respectful that was, but I enjoyed it. It was a good time. Cool. <clears throat> good, good songs. Cool. Um, John, what was the favorite thing you ate? Turkey. Turkey. Yeah. I think my favorite thing. I feel like it's always the safest bet is just to say Turkey anyways. 
Well, I mean, you don't have to be safe. If you liked something more than turkey, you're welcome to say well, turkey. I mean, like, we had, like, some good dessert pies and stuff like that. Okay. Did you I, have that marshmallow I, I, thing that we always talk about I, every year? Yeah, I had that what, again. What it's marshmallow always weird. I don't sweet even potato know. Sweet potato fry, or not, uh, yeah, sweet potatoes that are just covered in marshmallows. Okay. Actually, to, now that I think about it, John's usually not on the, the Thanksgiving one, because he's usually away. Yeah. Um. But anyways, yeah, we had that again, uh, and I still wished it was just sweet potatoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I was a big fan of the creamed corn I had this year. Okay. So that's probably, that's probably the standout that I got. Cool. Um, and the drive down and up was bumper to bumper the whole way, so they each took an additional two hours. Oh, So that was, that was a great time. Yep. yep. Great. Yeah, I saw All pictures right. on Twitter of just like L.A. just being backed up to hell. Yeah, it was normally that drive supposed to be five hours. Going down was like eight and a half. Ew. Going up, coming back was seven. And yeah, it's, it sucked. It sucked. Man. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, but anyway, I'm sure other stuff's been going on um, like video games, which is what this mm-hmm. podcast is about. Uh, and if you're wondering what podcast this is, 13 and a half minutes into it, it's the top down perspective. Yep. Seems like uh, a good time to say that. We got mm-hmm. John Wheeler. We got Paul Fleck. We got Sean Hi. Booker here. Yeah. Um, we got like one month to like game of the year talks. We got to actually because I keep forgetting to bring it. We got to talk about the community game of the year stuff. No, next we week after this show or we'll talk about it. Oh, oh, I see. I thought you meant we should bring it up now. It's like, no, I, I'm saying we need to talk about it. Oh, I keep forgetting yeah, to yeah. Talk no, to, no, we can do that. Talk about it. I was planning that next week's show. We would give the links and start. That's that. probably what we'll do. We usually yeah. start. Yeah. Beginning of December. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, yep. um, it's November 26th. Um, 2017. Yep. And uh, let's go with what I've been playing. For, yeah. for a change. Let's do yeah. it. Let's do it. Uh, what have I been playing? <laughs> I've been playing some Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. Yeah. Yeah, yep, me too. I think I'm done playing Animal Crossing Pocket. Yeah, Camp. that's fair. <laughs> yeah, I played about. I had probably two solid days of like, yeah, and then I had okay. one like, all right, kind of just doing it. And then today I opened it up for about five minutes and was like, I don't think I need to keep playing this game. Are you hit with the mm-hmm. uh, 48 and up hour waiting times now? Oh, no, no, oh, nowhere okay. near that. What level are you? Oh, 10. OK, oh, I'm 19. Wow. Okay. I'm 26. Yeah. You guys enjoyed this game far more than I did. No, it's just that I have more downtime at work where I can just do one or two things and then go back to work. And I was on vacation and my Switch was in use. Yeah, I can see that. My Switch has definitely been in use. My girlfriend's been like super into Stardew Valley in a way I have not even seen before. (laughs) Yeah, it's crazy. Um so I, I was definitely playing some Animal Crossing. I think it's because I'm playing other mobile games that it's like, well, I could do Fair chores enough. in Animal Crossing or I could continue with a different game. And I've I've been more likely playing the other game. But anyway, Animal Crossing, it started out good. It started out fine. Um, I will say it looks great. Yep. I, I love and I love having it on the phone. Yep. It, it's it's just a it's a great looking Animal Crossing. Yep. Um, I realized what I missed the most, though is just walking around. Just kind of like looking around and being like, yo, yeah. what's going on with this tree? Whoa. The areas like, are too small, I think, for my liking. Too small, and then, yeah. they're limiting, and I, too and small I just and miss the go connective back too often. stuff. Yep. 
And like for the most part, it's like, yeah, I could go here. And also, like, you have all the fruit. Which, like, I don't want to start with all the fruit. I want to connect yeah, with my buddies. You, you run out you of go fruit through really quick. fast. Yeah, yeah, like, I have to keep buying fruit from other people. Yeah. Yeah. Except I mean, for pears. There's so many fucking pears. Okay, so I have so many peaches. I have, like, three peaches. Okay. Yeah, so I think it's, I I think it's different. I think, too. like, each player has, like, one or two plants they get a ton of. I have a ton of coconuts and a ton of peaches. I'm guessing the idea is the if you're a player that has more of this, you should be selling it on your marketplace. Yeah, I find, like, almost all the time I'm listing coconuts and peaches. Yeah, speaking of my marketplace, I put up a random fish for $15,000. One of you guys should just buy that. Because, like, <laughs> yeah, I think that'd be funny I, if I'm gonna, actually I'm going to be real with you. Like, $15,000 isn't that much. It's but like, not. you're not. But the problem is, you're not going to have it that much because if you have that much, you're probably saving up to pay off the loan, right? I didn't even know about the loan. I haven't until taken I accidentally, out a loan like, yet. I swear that penguin tricked me into doing it because he was like, "Hey, do you want to <laughs> like expand your expand your van?" And I was like, "I, I guess. I think I've gone in my van all of one time, but mm. sure." And then he's like, "All right, that'll be ten thousand. And I was like, "Whoa, okay. Well, I, I mean, I have ten thousand. Here you go." And I haven't talked to that guy since. <laughs> yeah, he's he's basically the Tom Nook of this game, like with all the yeah. expansions for your RV. Yeah. Also, speaking of Tom Nook and KK Slider, they just they're like useless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was looking. So you get the chairs. I was like, OK, which one do I want? Because I don't I mean, I'm not buying any tickets. So which one do I want? And I was looking online and KK Slider will sit at your campsite and play some music. Yep. And Tom Nook will just sit there and sleep. Yep, that sounds what? all right. Yep. What? Yep. Who? It's too bad too because okay. it starts off so great with KK Slider just being like, "If you were to go on vacation, what do you think you would do?" Then you answer, "It's like right on, man." You're just like, okay, this is starting <laughs> off great. I get oh, you. This I is actually a job. This is Animal Crossing. It's just a job I downloaded, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, which to be fair, like Animal Crossing, it like it's supposed to be like chore related. You're supposed to turn yeah. on the morning, do thirty minutes of like pick my fruit. You know, do a little bit of fishing, pick up the shells that are there. Right. And then I'm good for the day. And now it's just like, oh, hey, look at this cool. Look at this cool pig lady. Wait, you want me to make you five pieces of furniture? Like they're all assholes. Yeah. <laughs> every like every character is like a total jerk. And they require you to talk to them all the time, which would be OK if not for the fact that every time you talk to them, it's basically just them saying either a random nonsense blurb or telling you how you can like pay money to speed up crafting. <laughs> it's like God what's crazy it. though is <laughs> you need to pay those tickets to do chores for them. That is an absolutely bonkers just well, you like you don't have to it just expedites everything. But but yeah. just the idea of like uh, hey, I know. I'll, I'll give you I'll give you a dollar if you let me go find some fish for you. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> what is the real life equivalent of that? Yeah, a, like a, like an actual slave, a like a confused slave. You're a butler, but yeah. the butler gets paid. This is a butler who <laughs> pays you. Yeah, that's that's a confused butler. <laughs> it, this game, though, is like just for my work week lifestyle fits perfectly because on the bus I play Battle Chef Brigade, which I'll talk <laughs> about later, like uh, my switch, essentially. But then at work, because it's on my phone 
It just looks like I'm checking a text message every now and then, but I'm actually doing chores in Animal Crossing between things I need to do. <laughs> so I'm already playing it for about eight hours a day in like two minute spurts or whatever here and there, right? Throughout my work day. And then like I don't play it at all when I get home. So I imagine if that keeps up, I'll probably be haven't like i got like 17 levels this week and i haven't played it at all this weekend because i'm waiting for something yeah. to build your level your levels slow down significantly the farther on you get I'll yeah because because like the pool of animals you get just keeps like growing and growing it doesn't seem like there's ever any stop there's so many animals and i don't care about any of them apparently there's <laughs> like 40 okay okay i mean I prob- yeah i probably have close to 10 or 12. What's everybody's favorite animal that they have? I'm not, the, I'm not that far into it. Um, the, that penguin with the sick, like, sports jacket. Tex? Oh, okay. Tex. That's Tex, a good yeah. name. I liked his name. I yeah. like Tex. Tex. also, like, like, one of the few that gives you cotton, so. Yeah. <laughs> Which one of them is the cotton machine? He's my favorite. Well, no, that's pretty much it, because, like, someone put out, like, a guide of, like, who, what animal gives what. Yeah. I think only two animals give like preservatives or something crazy like that. And like six give cotton or four and then like 15 give wood and like 11 yeah. give I needed, steel or something I was crazy. A, I was, yeah, I had a, a, a loss of steel for a while there. Yeah. I have a surplus I like, hey, can you now. please make me this green desk? It takes 15 steel. I'm like, what is in this desk? Yeah, I think I yeah. need like 150 for like a, a, a closet. And I'm like, what the yeah. fuck closet am I making here? Can we all agree that the cool tent is the ugliest thing no. I've ever the seen? Guy flames tent? on it. I'm, I'm yeah. all for the it. This Fieri black tent, tent with flames on it. it yeah, hell yeah. That is the actual worst thing. The actual coolest thing, for sure. <laughs> but then you get a skate park for making it three and times. you get a street right. scene where there's somebody <laughs> busking in an alley. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, you're totally right. It's the sports one that's the, the half the, pipe. I forgot. I want, yeah. I want the treehouse, so I have to make the cute... Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, All right. But I, I kind of think I'm done playing the game, though, to, okay. to be honest. Yeah, that's totally fair. <clears throat> I'm just, just I'm trying to see if I can hit cap. Like, I'm trying to figure out what level cap is. Mm. So you're enjoying it, though? Uh, it's a good time waster. Like, I'm not playing anything else on my phone. That's it is a good thing. time waster. I will yeah. confirm. I just there's it's just everything I want from Animal Crossing just doesn't seem to be in there. Like I said before, it's like the walking around my town and just coming across like random things like, oh, there's something in the ground here. What's that going to be? Or like working on a collection in the museum. That's not there, which that would have been easy to put in there. Yeah, I can't. There's no haircuts like the customization is weirdly small. Yeah, Um, I'm not a fan of that. Yeah. uh, Yeah. What else? I, I know custom clothes are coming eventually, so I'm sure they'll put they'll put more into it. But sure. I think the big one is just kind of like running around town. I didn't realize how much I enjoyed running from place to place and just like coming across this person as opposed to like knowing exactly, oh, they're right here and you don't have what they need. Like it's yeah. it's like this weirdly streamlined. It's Animal a super Crossing. cynical, like mobile version of Animal Crossing. Like that they just like made generic game oh we have this property that can work with it let's throw animal crossing characters in it's weird i just feel like they took out like all the quieter moments from animal crossing the and charm. like distilled it no distilled for sure. it down to like this math equation no totally where it's just like yeah i mean I, I i was fine doing these but i needed a bit more around it and they took like they, they trimmed all the fat and i yeah. and i you know you want sometimes you want some fat on that meat you know yep no where's captain 
Yep. Seriously, where's Cabin? <laughs> I mean, there are a lot of people missing. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> Although they might be well, in there, I just haven't unlocked them yet. I don't know. That's true. <laughs> and not. even as I say this, okay. like you know there's going to be a holiday event. You know there's going to be something at New Year's, sure. and I want to see that. Mm-hmm. I just, yeah, I don't know. I wish there was more. I like, I like how Texas calls you Picante. Yeah, me too. I want to see how they evolve it as well. I fa- you guys put I any some money guy into that, it? No, God, no. no. Nope. There's, there's nothing in it worth money right now. Yeah, I haven't even... Like, usually I'm not a person who cares at spending money on a free-to-play thing, but, like, I haven't had any reason to at all. Yeah, like, I, like the one thing I'm really missing out on is, uh, I guess, getting Tom Nook, but that sucks, so well, here's I don't the thing, because, like, there's no difficulty to the game so like why do you need to put money in like that's my logic it's like if it makes something easier like in record keeper you could get better items if you bought like stuff so that made sense and this is dna so it's like they know what they're doing ish the quarry is just actual horseshit yeah (laughs) yeah Quarry's pretty awful yeah like you need five friends to help you out which is easy to get five friends to help you out because like why not or spend 20 tickets which don't do that yeah. And then your reward is not fun. Like hit these five rocks and you'll get, I don't know what, 2000 bells, which as we said before, wow, bells you've been doing really real good. If you're getting 2000, I did it one time. I got 1500. So I, I assumed I didn't do great, but I've, okay. I've walked out of there with like 600. I got, I guess I got good on the one time, but maybe that's how they get you. They get you real good on the first one. You think, Oh, this is easy. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, that just sucks. Also, the fr- the friend thing only works once a day, so. Yep. It also sucks. I just have no desire to go back in it. Like, I I don't even, you don't even get that many bells. Like, bells aren't even that hard to come across, it, it seems. Yeah. Like, I, I've been selling a bunch of things, and uh, and honestly, that's been helping make money, too. And also, if you hit, like, help people to go into the quarry, if they go in, like after you've given them helping hand, you get a hundred bells for free. Oh, okay. I was wondering oh. why and, those were. And if you if you give them help, but they've already done it, or like they aren't going in for the rest of the day, you get ten anyway. So like, if any, like just basically check your whole friends list, help them all, and then you'll just get like a couple thousand bells for free, basically. <clears throat> the uh, marketplace. Whenever I like select something to put up there, it just it gives me like a default number. Yeah. Is that a good number to go with or? Like, cause I've never have any idea. So that's why I, I, always, I have like I always a, set. The, I think they default it to max value is what they do. Okay. And then mm. you have to set it to what you want. I've been putting everything up at max value. Yeah. Like I put a fish there and it was like, this is 15,000. And I was like, who's going to spend 15. Okay. I'll, what fish I'll is trust it? you. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I got, I got like super rare fish. <laughs> some guy on my friends list has a fish up for 30,000 bells. I'm like, that is never selling. You've wasted your market box basically. <laughs> at that point, it's like, like I mean, if I had a museum, maybe I want to get these rare fish. Maybe I mm-hmm. would spend 30000 to help my museum collection, but the, there's not even a collection thing in there. Have you the easiest you thing to put in there. maxed out your backpack? What is the max for the backpack? I don't know. That's what I want to know, because I've done a lot of backpack I'm slots. At, I'm at like 155, 160. Yeah, I'm about the I'm same. At. Hmm. Like every five levels, you get an extension or two? Mm-hmm. and then i bought like one or two but like they're also a little pricey for tickets yeah i don't use tickets I've, for anything else so i bought kk because i didn't realize he was pretty useless yeah i didn't buy either of them i didn't I bought kk because I, I didn't have any use for the tickets and i also bought more crafting slots mm. that's fair 
Yeah. The oh crafting yeah. No, no. Slots you you huge. have to buy the crafting slots. Yeah. You have to buy the crafting slots. Well, I don't have to. Well, if you want to get through the game at a at a reasonable pace. Yeah, you got a minwax, which I don't really. Yeah. Yeah. Like at fair. this point, I wish it had lasted me longer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. It's <laughs> weird because I don't hate the game. It's just right. kind of like I'm just so like I, meh. I feel like, like my I feel like my madness towards the actual Animal Crossing games is probably the reason I'm okay with playing this instead of being like, yeah, I'm done. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I could see because like like I, like I I have a fondness for these like specific things from the games, and if you were just like whatever before, then you're not really missing anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I guess I'll wait for the Switch one, but then everyone's just but then I like I see my girlfriend playing Stardew Valley, and I'm like, that's isn't that it? Like Stardew <laughs> Valley ate Animal Crossing's lunch. You know what I mean? Even though yeah. Stardew is basically just Harvest Moon. But I mean, yeah. Animal Crossing was kind of Harvest Moon as well. Yeah, I guess. That's what I always compared it to when people ask what it was. Yeah, that's not a bad point. <clears throat> or The Sims. Sometimes I would say it's kind of like The Sims. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, playing that. Um, cool. That's Animal Crossing <laughs> Pocket <laughs> Camp. Sticking with the uh, phone, I'm playing Bury Me, My Love. This which, is that um, depressing one, right? Yeah, so yeah. Uh, it came on my radar. No, when with we a name like that, it Awards. sounds cheery as shit. <laughs> Actually, from what I understand, it's a translation from something in Arabic, and it actually is supposed to be something tra- uh, like more up- upbeat. Upbeat? Like it's, hmm. uh, I, I heard this real briefly. I can't <clears> remember <throat> where it was exactly. Um, <clears throat> but um, apparently the, the, the full, the, the, the correct title or whatever is, is more upbeat or whatever. Anyway. Yeah, uh, that, that game is lifeline. Yeah. Uh, to the point where it'll like text you what they're saying and it's it's all a text message screen and you're basically just following the path of this woman as she <laughs> is a um, <clears throat> uh, a refugee in oh I forget what country she starts in S- Syria or something. Yeah, she's, she's a Syrian East. refugee. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she's just trying to like get away and she kind of ends up getting into one trouble after another and you're just kind of you're, you're you're saying pretty generic things i don't really think i have much choice in what she can do right um <clears throat> but it's it's more just like you're, you're just like reading the story for the most part and it does the whole like you know kind of real time thing like right now i can't do anything because right. she's busy i think she's like sleeping it was the current thing um she was in a concentration camp at one point blah blah, blah. Sure. anyway it's a good it's an interesting little game yeah it came out to my radar when we were going through the game awards and then i think I think someone else had mentioned it as well. So I was like, yeah, I'll pick it up. It was like three bucks. So I'm, I'm playing through that. Uh, if I mean, if you like story stuff, if you like Lifeline, I would, I think this is probably one of the more interesting Lifeline games that have been out in a while, but I haven't played all the Lifeline games. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's Bury Me, My Love. Apparently in an Arabic, Bury Me, My Love is uh, an expression that's kind of like, take care, don't even think about dying before I do sort of idea. And you would say okay. when you part ways with somebody. Okay, that sounds closer to what yeah. I had heard. Yeah. So, like I said, it's it's more of like a like yeah, kind of a an upbeat thing. Sure. Um, I just <laughs> rec- just now finished Mario and Rabbids. Nice. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Um, I will say that final area, uh, is too long. It. <laughs> uh, yeah. It, okay. It's kind of you. You don't really see it coming, but they keep adding on a couple more missions more than you're used to. So it feels a bit like a slog at the end. They also start throwing a lot of bosses at you at you in the end, um, which I wasn't really having trouble or a ton of trouble with them, but it was just like, it just kind of felt a little tedious at the end there. 
uh, sure. which is kind of a bummer. But for the most part, yeah, that game's great. I'm glad it's. I'm glad I was able to finish it up. <clears throat> Looking forward cool. to some actual DLC for that. Yeah, sounds cool. And I uh, on the drive. <clears throat> sorry, on the drive down this weekend, I finished SteamWorld Dig Two. Hundred percent. Like, did you do the challenges? Oh, oh no. Absolutely oh, okay, not. okay. okay. <laughs> uh, I did as much as I could find without like really going out of my way to search for stuff. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, so I think I ended. I think my f- completion was like thirty something percent. Okay. Sure. Um, that's a cool ending. I didn't see yep. it coming in that way. Like they yep. definitely like finished that game with a bullet, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. Um. Paul, you're right. There's uh, after the hook shot, you get another traversal mechanic. Yeah, it totally changes it and it just becomes great. I came I became like super powerful in that game. And it's really great. Yep. Um, that was just a that's such a just a delightful game start to finish. I loved having that on the switch. That is such a great switch game. Yeah. On the road trip. Yep. I wish I had that on the switch. I had played yeah. it on the switch. Yeah. If anyone's thinking about it and have a switch or have a PC, I would I would say switch is 100 percent. It's really nice on the switch there for sure. Yep. Um, and yeah, that was uh, Steamworld Dig Two, and that's all I've been playing. Cool. Nice. I don't know, uh, John. Sure. All right. Uh, so obviously played a bunch of Animal Crossing. Uh, mm. I was gone for the week, and uh, my I guess soon to be in law nephew, he uh, was playing a lot of Mario Odyssey on the Switch. So I didn't really get to play that much, but I did yeah. manage to get in for I guess it was the arms like party battle i forget what the heck they actually called the mode but basically okay. it was the Splatfest equivalent for arms oh what were the two sides um you, it was basically they they focused on two characters it was like spring man and ribbon girl oh it's not like a pop culture thing no so okay. the way it works is that like uh they have a bunch of like it's the standard party mode but they've added like a bunch of different things like you get bonus points if you play as one of the two characters you can play as anyone you want um, and they have like special like weapons. Like if you use these, you get bonus points as well. And you get a rank that goes up and whatever your rank is at the end of the event, you get a ton of coins for it. So you can unlock more weapons and stuff like that. Uh, you can also get special badges and stuff like that, but they've changed it up by like having some of the modes just go crazy. Like every 15 minutes, like a <coughs> bonus kit multiplier kicked in and it would be like, all right, everyone in this match now has maximum super for the rest of the match. So just have fun, see who wins. All right, okay. you you die in one hit in this round, no matter what, for five the next five minutes. Uh, everyone plays basketball, like everyone has, like it just goes bonkers. It was actually kind of fun, frustrating. It sounds times. like the like the weird modes from in Overwatch when they would do something silly. It, yeah, in a way, it's like it basically turned into a bit more arcade mode than usual. Yeah, but like you got a, like a real good monetary reward for it, so you could unlock a ton of arms. Uh, like I got most of the weapons for most characters because of this event. And a bunch of extra badges, which was kind of cool. Uh, at the end of it, they basically said, like, oh, here's who, what character got used the most out of the two. And it's, surprise, surprise, it was Springman. I think, like, by two-thirds. So you got, like, a little... You got a special badge for whoever you played as the most and stuff like that. It was, like, a neat little thing. And I guess just going to do this, like, every month or so. So it's kind of a cool thing. It lasts for two days. Cool. Uh, fun little fun little mode to try in. And it just gets... It, it let me try out arms I normally wouldn't use. Which made me play awful, but it was also like, eh, it's kind of fun in a way. Sure. I also played, I already forgot, uh, Battleship Brigade. I played it on the yeah. flight home. Yeah, I played I, a bunch of this. I like it, but man, do I feel like I'm not good at it. Yep. And I've ne- trust me, I've it never gets worse. Played a game. <laughs> yeah, I've never played a game where I feel like I have not earned a single victory. Yep. 
as for much sure. as Battleship Brigade, Brigade has been. Yeah. I you like it playing you? on the Switch, I'm assuming. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Not very far. I'm in Chapter 2 on, I think, the third or fourth fight. Okay. Yeah. I know where I have a rough idea of where you are. So they add yeah. a new mechanic or two after where you are still. And oh God, it's it gets rough. That game. It, you're totally right. Like, so for anybody who doesn't know what Battleship Brigade is, is think like Food Wars or um, any of these um, cooking shows, specifically like Chopped or whatever, right? Where diners, drive-ins and dives. No, not that. Like oh. competition shows <laughs> where two chefs right. are like cooking something. So you're saying this game has no flavor town. There's no flavor town at all. There's no flavor oh. town. What yeah. is even the point? There is a lot of Iron Chef, though. There is so and much of it. Yeah. Where's my Where's my food goblin? I mean, where's that my is a Fieri thing. food goblin? There's no Fieri so far, at least. I haven't seen a Fieri. I mean, oh, there's man. food goblins. I, I guess. I hope there's a I hope there's a Fieri fairy. I feel like that would be perfect. That would be pretty good. Yeah, for sure. Um, the idea is is that the Battle Chef Brigade. You're trying to become part of it. You're like from you're from like a no-named small town and you run your parents' kitchen with them, basically their restaurant. And you're trying to try out for this prestigious award and honor to become part of the Battleship Brigade. And to do so, you have to go through a bunch of trials and tribulations where you're facing off against opponents, cooking different dishes for judges based on what the judges personally like for taste and flavor and using like a special ingredient for that match or whatever. And, um, it's kind of like this weird platforming fighting game mixed with the puzzle game. Yeah. It's a, it's a puzzle platformer beat em up. Yeah. Cooking game. But it's like, it's like, but they're, they're separate modes. You're not doing the same at the no, same time. No, not necessarily. It's, it's like, like I'm thinking like, like what was like, that DS one? You're thinking Where Professor you, Layton or, or uh, Henry Hatsworth. Yeah, you're. It's not like you're doing the, them not, both not at the same time directly, Henry. but sort of like. So basically, you get into like a battle, and you have like a five minute timer on your clock. So you have to go out and like hunt and kill animals to get the ingredients to make it. And you have right. to keep running back and forth. So you go back to the ki- the kitchen. You do the puzzle mode with by putting the ingredients right. in, and then you're like, oh, my score's too low. I need to go get more ingredients. So you run back out, kill more things, or you can just kill them all before you just start making stuff. Right, right. However right. you want to do it. Yeah. Um, so things you have to keep in consideration while doing the puzzle mode is depending on what the judge likes for taste, you have to make sure there are more of that type of gem, basically. Um, you have to make sure whatever ingredient you're given is used at least like once, I think. But yeah. And um Space consideration is actually a thing, too, especially later in the game where the game kind of expects you to be making three different meals at one time, like maybe making a sauce in one pan and like the meat in another and then mixing them to get like bigger scores. It's crazy. It's like, oh, Jesus, it's super crazy to the point where I don't know how to do it. And I've been fudging <laughs> my way through. It. <laughs> yeah, but it's been like working. <laughs> That's what's been freaking me. I was like, I, I'll, I'll make a dish. I'm like, man, I feel like I did pretty good. I got a score of like 140 and I got like the, the main focus they want. Yeah. Then I'll go and, and they'll show my opponent's dish first. And it's like a score yep. of 400. Yep. Oh, but they forgot to put the ingredient in. So now it's cut in half. 
Oh, and they yeah. put the the main ingredient or like the main flavor was wrong, so they didn't get any bonus points. Yeah. Oh, you got just enough bonus points to beat them by twelve. Oh boy, yeah. you're the best. It's like no, so wait, does <laughs> no, this feel you're like, fucking teasing me? Does it feel like almost unfair or is no, it like an exciting like well, oh I, I just, wouldn't say unfair I just skirted because by. I wouldn't call it unfair because we've been winning, but it's yeah. just like skirted by for sure. Yeah, yeah. I don't and feel like I've learned anything. Maybe it's because the, the opponent is it. stupid. The opponent every time is the dumbest person in the world <laughs> because they'll just like use the wrong ingredients or leave poison or something in their dish. They'll do dumb things that makes like minuses just come up. That like John said, they'll have like a pristine score, best thing ever served, but it's poisonous. Or it's just like you use the wrong flavor or you left bones in it. Like just dumb shit that like I'm sure if you play on a higher difficulty, they probably don't do, and the game's impossible. I'm sure hard must be a nightmare, unless you're insanely good at the game. Yeah. I'm playing on normal. I'm guessing you are as well. Me me too, yeah. I was like, maybe we'll play on hard. I'm like, no, gut checks tell me to stick on normal, and I'm so glad I did. Yep, me too. So glad I stayed on normal. I'm on the last chapter, so yes. Okay. I probably will, but I'm going to have a slow burn on this one, I think. Mm-hmm. So here's where I'm at. I, I I cleared up a bunch of Switch stuff. Next next Switch game should it be this or Golf Story? Ooh, but you've been talking about Golf Story for so long. I feel like yeah, you probably need Golf to Story. play it. And I don't think Golf Story is that long. <clears throat> I heard the problem with Golf Story is that there's not enough golf. <laughs> I heard there was too much golf. Really? So maybe there's I just heard, enough golf. I heard a lot of people are just like, I don't want this RPG garbage. I just want the golf game because that part's fun. I mean, oh, that sounds good gol- to me. Golf Story is like 14 hours. Never mind. Yeah, I oh, heard wow. it, was, it was kind of it was kind of long, like it was RPG stuff. Oh, um, did, so uh, did, wait, did either of you guys play Golf Story? No, okay, that's on my okay, list. Well, why? Why am I even asking you guys then? Yeah, right. uh, apparently Battle Chef by comparisons around eight hours. So I could play okay. Battle Chef twice. That's what you're saying. Do you want a puzzle I, game, though? Because I, this I is will say a like, game. yeah, the, the presentation of the game as well is honestly really good. I really like the art yep. style. I really like the voice acting they've got in yep. there. It's all very yeah, good. Yeah, I I don't know which one to do. I don't know, man. Golf story. I feel like I feel like knowing your knowing you golf story. Yep. That's right. I'm always playing golf games. So you're all. Yeah. I never hear you. But I mean, you're you never go, playing you four out of nowhere. So I don't know. Maybe. Do, are you overall liking it though so far? Battle Chef Brigade. Um. Yeah. Yeah. But like like I said, I I feel like. It's weird being like, I don't know. Like, I feel like this is not being explained well enough to me or I just haven't figured it out well enough. I'm also worried yeah. what happens when you actually lose a battle because they said like you need seven wins to, to qualify, but if you get three losses, you're out. Do you want me to tell you? Does it just not matter and you restart if you fail? You Yeah, you just rematch. I had a feeling. Okay. Yeah. That's a bit of a Which bummer. is a bummer. Yeah. Are you guys liking the story? I hear it's it's pretty story heavy. It's very story heavy. <laughs> it's very I feel anime. Like the story hasn't gotten to a good point yet for me. Right. I feel like that's, but there's like, what, six chapters or seven? Six. Okay. Yeah. So I, I've got plenty of time. I'm still in chapter two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It starts to pop off at the end of your chapter. So, but I don't know, man. It's, it's dumb cooking anime shit. <laughs> like, so, <laughs> but take like that in a as good way. Yeah, like it's fine. Okay. All right. Yeah, 
I like doing like the puzzle mode where you go to the yep. shop. That's been fun. Puzzle mode's great. Actually, all of those modes. The hunt is okay. The hunt's yeah, weird I'm- though because they don't give you any challenges. It's just like hunt twelve things. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, it's more like a, a tutorial, basically. That's like the combat yeah. tutorial, basically. Yeah. And the other two are meant to help you figure out weird combinations to do and like what will get you good points. Like yeah. secretly, the side modes are the tutorial. It's just they don't they pretend that's not what it is. And then the other one where you're a line chef is just to make money to buy different stuff. So there's different items you can get as well in the game. Yeah. Yeah. Have you bought any of that stuff yet? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I've yeah. gotten a bunch of the pots. I almost yeah. went into a match with all three of the colored pots. Yeah. But then before I, I went, I'm like, wait, I should probably go to practice in case, like, I can't get rid of the bones. And sure enough. Yeah. So thank God I did that. Yeah, no kidding. Um, Have you seen the cutting board yet? No. Okay, I think that's your next item that it'll teach you to use. It's cool. Uh, okay, I was going to say, oh, I thought you meant like an item you get for beating a person because like you, you can pick different so. order of people. You get you can pick the players in a different order, which is kind of cool. Yeah. I like the people you face off against. They're just dumb anime characters. They're Pretty so much. Everyone's like, everyone's like a cliche. It's real good. Yeah. I really like the girl with the like iron giant type guy that has a teapot as a head. Or something. Oh, I have not seen. I've not seen this one yet. He's. She's just a character <laughs> that you can face okay, off against. Okay. Yeah. Pretty dumb. Pretty yeah, dumb. Yeah. I stuff. still have. I still have the hawk girl and the dwarf. Yep. Which one's the dwarf? The dude who's like sitting in the alley and he won't talk yeah. to you until you've won a couple matches. You know what? I didn't ever face him. You'll have to tell me what he gives you. <laughs> I, like he, he finally started talking to me now after I've got two wins. So I was like, oh man, maybe I'll challenge him this time. Yeah. I wish there was a little more, a few more options you could do. Like, at the end of every night, you go to your room, and there's a table there, and she basically just says, I should write my parents, oh, I'll do it next time. And then never does it, yeah. I wish I could, that, like, they put it in where there was just, like, a throwaway option where you can sit there, write your parents or not, and that'll, mm-hmm. like, have a throwaway line. Like, I wish there was a little more of that little stuff in there. Hmm. But... Yeah, I like that game. It's really For cool. For what it is, it's pretty fun, yeah. Mm-hmm. Presentation, I think, is the key for that game, though. Because, like, yeah, mechanically, it's hard. It doesn't, <coughs> I feel like it probably doesn't do itself a whole lot of favors by teaching you how to, like, do stuff properly. And it just kind of feels rubber bandy. Like, you're going yeah. to win as long as you don't fuck up completely. Yeah. And that's a bummer because it doesn't feel like you've ever really tri- triumphed. There's a few matches later where it's like, oh, these are really good chefs. But of course, because they're kind of like, quote unquote, end bosses type of matches, right? They're not actually end bosses. They're just that like better chefs. But yeah. for the most part, it takes too long, I think, to really get to that point where you feel like, oh, this is actually a challenge now. And they don't I don't feel like they prepare you for that challenge correctly (laughs) they don't like i don't know i wish it cracked the whip a little bit more and like made it easier to fail or whatever so you had to get good at doing a certain thing or thinking a certain way and they don't really do that which is its biggest problem have you tried any of the daily challenges or anything like that uh no i don't think so they're on the they're on the main menu no i haven't actually seen the main menu since i started it it's just in like home mode 
Yeah, I couldn't do it because I didn't have Wi-Fi, so I never tried it out. Oh, fair enough. I should try that. That sounds like it might be okay. I'll see. But um, it's definitely the type of game that give it like a week and look it up on YouTube and see like the people that are professionals at it, and it'll be amazing. Like it'll be the most mind blowing shit you'll ever see, probably. Yeah, it'll be a good watch for sure. Yeah, that's all I've been playing. So, Paul, what about you? Uh, yeah, I finished off Wolfenstein Two: The New Colossus, and man, is that a disappointing ending? I wish I could talk oh, about. Oh no! Really? Don't well, because, say that. No, it's set up right for what's to come. But oh like, god, it, is it sequel bait? Really? It's, it's a pro- that's the problem. Is that it? Just kind of <laughs> it just kind of uh. stops. Also, what I will say: the more annoying thing about the ending is the song they have playing during the credits is the worst cover song I've ever heard in my life. It's so I've bad. Heard the, I heard the song is pretty annoying. Yeah. It's a cover of We're Not Gonna Take It by like some band I've never heard of before. And this is their only thing they've ever done that's big. And it's fucking Ooh, terrible. Okay. It's wow. so bad. I did get this game on uh, Black Friday. Cool. So hopefully starting that. So, yeah, when you play through soon. it, we should have a discussion of it for sure. I got to do near first. Yep. Which I actually just stopped playing a little bit earlier to do this podcast. I was playing it earlier today. And okay. um, so I bit, I started up near Tomada again. It is very good. It hooked me again. So I am stoked to play more of that. And that game is just more really dumb anime bullshit with amazing fighting mechanics and RPG elements in it. It's just so nice. Uh, I am having a few difficulties with the PC version where... It is consistently wanting to switch between keyboard and controller a lot, so all the prompts are weird and, like, kind of do this, like, flashing thing. I don't know why it's doing that, but um, other than that, it's pretty unoptimized for PC as well, so there's a few weird micro-stutter issues here and there. But it hasn't crashed yet, which is more than I can say for Wolfenstein 2. That game crashed a lot on me. What? So, uh, yeah. Well, it's Bethesda. I never expect I mean, I Bethesda guess. to do a PC port well. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> um, Not a whole lot to say about Nier without talking major spoilers, and you're about to play it, so we're not going to... Where did you leave off, if you remember? Um, Was it the carnival, you said? So I finished the carnival part. Oh, okay, you finished that part. Yeah. That part's um, so good. <laughs> I mean, it's mainly just kind of like a boss. I guess there's that roller coaster part, which was kind of interesting. That roller coaster it's, part's so It's really good. short, though. The carnival yeah. just looks really nice. It's really um, nice. The music there is so good. I can say I got ending H. Okay, I don't remember which one that is. Okay, there's a part after the carnival where it's not like a, like a true ending. You have to do something kind of dumb to get it. Um, oh, is it the one but, in the robot camp? Um... I, maybe i don't know oh, okay i don't I, I don't know okay um but like if you looked up how, like how to get ending h you'll know kind of exactly where i was where i'm at okay so that's that's yeah i can kind of say that is that the only ending you've seen it's the only ending i've seen okay. i understand the very beginning you can get an, an ending and i didn't know that right um so i missed that one there's some pretty stupid endings you can do that i yeah, yeah ending h was was nothing like it was pretty stupid as well so. okay but okay I, yeah fair enough so you're like, anyway, yeah, it, though, I definitely right? plan to play that. I was going to play that earlier, uh, yeah. but I just ran out of time. But that's that's kind of the game I am head down playing at home now right now is is near. Yeah, I 
I'm looking forward to hopefully maybe beating it around the same time, and then maybe we can do either a spoiler cast or just talk about it offline or whatever. Sure. Not ruin yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, sounds good. That'll be dope. Uh, okay, Battleship Brigade, Animal Crossing. The other thing I've been playing is Battle Right. Finally came out of their early access thing, and it is now officially out free to play game. That is the most literal sense or literal version of the word MOBA, the term MOBA. It is a multiplayer online battle arena where you're just two or three dudes against two or three other dudes fighting in an arena using abilities without any creeps or leveling up or any of that horse shit. It's just a battle. It's just an arena mode sort of thing. And it's really, really okay. good. There's no RNG stuff in it. Everything is all based on skill and just knowing how to play and time stuff and get out of the way of things. And yeah, really cool game. I highly recommend people just check that out because it is free to play and not a whole lot I can say about it unless you like are into that sort of thing, in which case you should probably just try it out for yourself. I don't know if there's a 1v1, which is the one problem I'll say with it. There might be, but I've been playing it with another person, so I know for a fact that it's just like 2v2 we've been doing. And there's also 3v3, I know as well. But uh, it, I think another big thing about it is that a lot of people have been, like a decent amount of people have been playing it. I think it was like 3.5 to 5,000 concurrent, like all the time, which is pretty good for a free-to-play MOBA game that doesn't really have a name behind it, and its title is terrible. The name Battle Right is just a fucking bad name, but <laughs> they're making it work somehow, so good for them. Yeah. I think people should just check that out. If you wanted to try to do a MOBA ever, but we're just like, I don't want to do this like whole lane thing or with creeps and getting experience and buying items and shit. It's just the very basics of you and another person against two other people or whatever. Really cool. That's all I've been playing though. All right. Sounds good. Let's do some news. Yeah. Start with a big one. I didn't, I didn't see this one coming. Um, to the moon two yep. got a trailer and release date. That thing is coming out December 12th, which I am stoked for. Yep. I did not expect it to be so soon. <clears throat> um, did you watch the trailer, Paul? I have not yet. No. Okay. There's a, they're in the trailer. It's, they're like, at, they're at the moon and there's aliens or something, but then like the main character like wakes up. So like, was it a dream? I don't know. I have no idea what that game's going to be. Cause if they were on the moon, that'd be way different than, what to the moon one was yeah um but i mean i don't care i loved to the moon so much i cannot wait so december 12th uh is when it's coming out yeah uh, no no pricing or anything i'm i'm assuming it's gonna be like 10 or 15 bucks sure the last one that'll be cool i think uh games for uh games with gold for december mm-hmm. um it's pretty lame uh we got warhammer end times that game's Vermintide. amazing like that game's actually okay. really good. So okay. I, have, I haven't heard anything about it's, um, it. Um, about Left Back to Dead. the Future. Back to the Future is not very good. Yeah, I played that get, first that episode too. and I didn't like it. So yeah, um, actually for the 360, you get Child of Eden, which that yeah. game's pretty good. It's short, but that's a cool game. Uh, yeah. And what is this last one? That's Marlo Briggs, Briggs and the Mask of Death. Hell yeah. That's what? What is this? <laughs> it's a black exploitation type like 
Uncharted I'm at this game. Box art. What is this game? It's like a black exploitation Uncharted game, but it's an Xbox arcade thing, so it's not like a giant. Are you sure this is not black exploitation God of War? Because the HUD makes it look a lot like God of War, and like you're it might covered be. in the same paint, and you're like, yeah, breathing it could. It very ice well could be. on a fire. I just remember seeing a bunch of stupid action set pieces for it. This game came out in 2013. Yep. I've been back and forth on whether I should pick it up forever, and now I can, I'll just download it, I guess. so Get it for free. Yep. Yeah, perfect. <clears throat> All right, here's kind of a weird one. A yeah. uh, new Pixel Junk game, or, okay. well, a new port of Pixel Junk Monsters is coming to mobile platforms. It's going to be free to play, and they're kickstarting it. Uh, okay, yeah, I'm looking this up right now. Yeah, this is just kind of weird. I haven't really seen something like this. Um Hmm. All their all their backer tiers are in yen. Sure. Which is I mean, it's not a not a big deal, but um, let's see. So for a dollar, well, you know, rough translation, you get like a thank you. Oh, it actually even says how much it's going to be. So for about nine bucks, you get a. Uh, Greetings and gratitude pack. You get um a special thanks wallpapers for your phone and wallpapers. Yep. Oh, and a private Facebook group invite. So there you go. All right. Um, oh, good. Let's, yep. let's see for uh, <clears throat> 18 bucks early access to the game as well as. Uh, what is this board game download version of some board game? I don't know. Uh, downloadable know that, monsters that board game. OK, that means yep. um, don't know if you there's an oh, wait, is that just twice? There's another two eighteen dollar tier. Oh, it's probably for the oh for the Android version. Okay, I see. Um, I don't know. These are all pretty lame. It's just this. This is just weird that it's a Kickstarter for a free to play game. Yeah, which I'm assuming like the the big draw would be you would get like in game currency that you'd have to pay for anyway. Although as I go further and further down, none of none of these tiers includes that. They're like T-shirts and plush dolls. Yeah. Two times prototype invite from Valentine's Day. What, what does that even mean? I saw that Valentine's Day tier. So right. good. There's so many tiers. I'm going to go to the bottom one because I want to yeah. see. Okay, here we go. Yep. For about $4,490, you get the Kyoto Journey Pack. Come okay. to Kyoto and take a tour of the Q Game Studio. Talk with Dylan Cuthbert and the okay. team about making games, life in Japan, and much more. Later, have a traditional gen- dinner with the team at Hoyote, a three-star Michelin restaurant that has food for 400 years. That's a weird phrasing. Mm-hmm. Um, You'll be and, eating there forever. Yep. Yeah, and this includes, uh, so you get the tour and dinner, mm-hmm. whatever the prototype invite from Christmas is. Oh, I guess that's probably the early access kind of thing yeah your name in the game five hand-painted tower miniature there's a picture of the miniatures right beside it here too <laughs> pretty Is good it? yeah okay uh you get a t-shirt you mm-hmm. get another t-shirt mm-hmm. you get a dress what yes uh a plush doll you get the board game yep the deluxe printed version yep the facebook invite oh thank god thanks and two smartphone wallpapers. Amazing. So Great. literally none of these are like you get like 50,000 in-game credits or something. 
So even if you want to play this game without like ads or any like loot box bullshit, you can't. So that's $5,700 Canadian <laughs> for that pack. It's Amazing. Slow. Amazing. This is a weird thing. This is a weird. Uh... Oh, yeah, it really is a dress. I'm looking at the picture. Well, it sounds like the trip to Japan takes a while. Is yeah, it? Three, three night hotel so. stay. Yeah. Mm. Oh, but airfare not included. Great. What? Amazing. Airfare to Kyoto not included. I was just about to say you could probably find a cheaper flight than four thousand dollars like easily. But this is not even included. OK. All right. Well, has anyone bought that? Nope. No, I hope nobody does. I kind of hope uh, this fails like too. A lot of people bought the uh, nine. I get. I guess nine hundred dollar one. Oh God! One person bought the hundred thousand yen, so the one thousand Canadian one. Yeah, I saw that one. Fuck. At dude. the moment, they're about a tenth of the way. They got twenty three days to go. How long has this been up? Uh, well, I think it's usually about a month I get, right? So probably about a week. <clears throat> mm -hmm. <clears throat> well, anyway, that's a weird thing. I hope this fails. I hate everything about this. Ugh. Okay. Anyways, uh, there's right, some better Splatoon news. Splatoon 2 got a big update. Yeah. <laughs> and cheerier uh, news. Four yeah. new battle stages, including Mako Mart, which I think was in the first game, right? Uh, the shopping mart? No, I believe that's a new stage. Okay, well, I think one of these was in the last one I heard. Yeah, at um, least at least Shellen, one's from the old game. Shellendorf Institute, Walleye Warehouse, and Arowana Mall. Uh, the cool. mall and the warehouse, I believe, are from Splatoon One. Okay, this like this pirate ship looking one looks kind of cool. There's a new salmon run stage. You get new gear, new battle music, new hairstyles, higher level caps, new amiibo functionality. Ooh, what is that? Tapping a compatible amiibo figure after the update will let players take and share in-game photos. What? In preset locations in battle stages. Okay, that doesn't sound good. And interest is gone. <laughs> Weird. <Yep. laughs> I was literally being like, oh, did they do something cool? No, they didn't. Convenient gear swapping. Oh, yeah. You can finally change your loadout in between matches without exiting the mode. Thank God, because that's been It only took two, two games, games to get that. Two games. <laughs> um... Uh, new game mode, Clam Blitz. In Clam Blitz, uh, competing Inklings are tasked with collecting clams scattered around the stage. After one is picked up, the clam follows the player. The objective is to throw the clam into the basket near the opponent's base. The first team to score 100 points wins. But of course, this is uh, this being the, the fiercely competitive world of Splatoon 2, things are not as easy as they seem. The baskets are protected by a barrier, which must be destroyed first. So it's kind of like a bit of like a capture the flag mode. Yeah. Or like a basketball mode. They also added prestiging into Splatoon. Oh, that's right. I heard that as well. That's yep. Yeah. So when you hit level 99. Oh, yeah. After the update, the new maximum level will be raised to 99. If you talk to Judd, when you reach level 99, you'll have the option to reset and have your level display as level star one. So you can continue raising your level again. You're going to play anyone going to play some more Splatoon 2? I mean, I'll probably load up Splatoon 2 every now and then, but like I'm not hitting cap by any means yeah usually usually when i play i enjoy playing the uh, salmon run i still never played salmon run salmon run's really fun i just really hated that I heard. Uh, that schedule timing thing they had i don't know if they ever fixed that probably didn't maybe in splatoon 3 mm -hmm. 
Uh, Valkyria Chronicles 4 was announced. So people who like that series. Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. Uh, And the last one, this was a weird news story. So you guys remember I talked about HQ a few weeks ago, that live trivia game show? Yep. So the the guy on there, Scott, who I kept saying it's this weird coked out dude shouting trivia at you. Mm hmm. Um, they uh, so they they were going to try and interview him. I forget which the Daily Beast wanted to in, try and interview him to be okay. like, because Scott's gotten real big. And whenever Scott's not on there, everyone's just shouting, yo, where's Scott? Where's Scott? Because Scott's the best. Scott is the best host. I will protect Scott. OK, um, so Daily Beast wanted to be like, just talk to him about like, you know, how things have changed because he has a YouTube pay, uh, a ch- channel. He does like stand up and whatnot in, in New York. And obviously he's kind of growing in, in notoriety because of HQ. Like the last one I played, there was like 200,000 people. Oh man. On, on the app. Yeah. Like a lot of people are playing HQ now. Anyway, so they reached out, they interviewed him for a bit and then they reached out to the CEO at HQ, uh, one of the developers of vine just to run through like, Hey, you know, our story's just about done. We're going to publish this. We wanted to see if you had any comment on it. And the guy said, uh, you cannot publish this or Scott will be fired. What? Wow. <laughs> um okay that they were like oh well um uh, if you would like to and he's like send me send me your what you're gonna uh publish which that they don't do i don't a, a news publication sh- wouldn't no, do that they really wouldn't. so nope. they nope. kind of sent like well here's some of the things we d- talked about with him and some of the things was like how Scott was like, you know, I'm not like super big. I, you know, I don't get noticed when I go down and get a salad from like tender greens and they, and one, and the uh, CEO who, let me get his name. Uh, what was it? Um, okay. Yusupov. Uh, yeah. Yusupov. That's his last name. I forget what his first name is. Ross uh, or something. Rus. By the looks of Rus? it. R-U-S. Rus, Rusupov. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, he basically said, Scott cannot say that. We do not have a deal with Tender Greens, uh, which is a, a weird thing to say. Um, apparently, Scott also said something like, uh, you know, uh, people love trivia. Yusupov said, Scott cannot say that people love trivia. What? <laughs> True. He, he, nobody's and, allowed and to say that. Yusupov was saying things like, if you publish this article, Scott will be fired. Do you want Scott to lose his job? Um, and then at the end of the phone conversation, he goes, oh, by the way, this is off record, which no, uh, it's not. That's yeah, not that's how, not that, how works. that works. No. So they changed their article, yeah. Daily Beast, to the article is now Scott might get fired because he was talking to the press, uh, in which case Yusupov came back and made it seem like, oh, I, you know, I was joking. I, we love Scott. Of course. Why would I want to lose my good man, Scott? Yeah. Um, Anyway, what a piece of garbage. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Um, I think wow. they just kind of know, like, they got to keep Scott. because Scott's the guy. Sure. But maybe maybe uh, there's been a lot of fan theories that maybe Scott is kept in a cage and <laughs> shocked when he needs to come to the to the app. And maybe this goes and proves that. Uh, hmm. HQ is still one of the most interesting iOS apps, I think, this year. Yeah, it's real cool. It's a it's a really weird and silly thing. And uh Scott or Quiz Daddy, as he calls himself, is yep. easily the best host. It's amazing. That they, uh, That's they pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's go on to some questions. We have a bunch because we have all of last week's that we skipped. Right. 
Um, if uh, these questions were sent to us through top down perspective at gmail.com on Twitter at TDP podcast, Facebook group, the discord channel and John's PO box. I'll read this first one. Okay. And once after you do that, I have a couple here. All right. Uh, remember some of these are about a week old. <clears throat> David writes, happy Pokemon day TDP. I hope anyone that has played ultra sun or ultra moon have been enjoying it. I know Sean is lame and is skipping it, and Paul pretty much doesn't care about Pokemon. So maybe John, if he's there. Well, they clearly don't know anything about me. <laughs> yeah, you don't. You don't really play Pokemon either. I like the spinoffs. I don't actually like the main games that much. Also, I heard mm. that that one had like really bad reception. Like people were oh. pretty disappointed in that new Pokemon game. Really? Because I thought people yeah. were saying like they just didn't announce <clears throat> the cool stuff, and when they finally started doing it, got it did a little better. I was hearing like it wasn't a great sequel. They didn't change much. They didn't add a ton to it. Uh, felt more of a cash grab. That's how mm. one article I was reading said that. Hmm. Anyway, uh, I know I'm probably loving it, obviously. Anyways, the point of my letter, y'all were incorrect about Veterans Day. While the Canadian Remembrance Day is about remembering the fallen soldiers, Veterans Day is about honoring our troops or sorry, our still troops that have served and are still alive. Memorial Day which is the last Monday in May, is about honoring our fallen gotcha. troops. In honor of ah. y'all's mix-up, my question is, what game mechanics do y'all often mix up or forget? I know in competitive Pokemon, I often forget the ability Lightning Rod, which redirects pretty much, uh, sorry, and pretty much nullifies any electric attacks on the field. I forget that Mass Effect 1 had grenades on the back button on the Xbox controller, because that's stupid. Ew. Ew! Oh, that's, yeah, that's right. Um, I forget <laughs> that Pokemon have special abilities that do stuff in battle. <laughs> yep. <laughs> every time. Yep. I forget every time. <laughs> I pretty much forget any mechanic that the game makes seem pretty useless. Uh, last uh-huh. night on stream, we were playing this Bugs Bunny travel through time game. Great. And you had Classic. like you had like a Rayman style helicopter, but all it did was let you fall to the ground directly below you and land quietly. Okay. Okay. So you couldn't you couldn't use it to actually like get any forward momentum. So I always forgot what you were supposed to do. And then uh, you had to sneak past this pterodactyl who was who would like always pick you up if you didn't do it. But the jump was just high enough that you could barely make it normally jumping so i didn't think to use the helicopter to land quietly and i just kept getting stuck there trying to figure out what the hell to do mm. okay. Fair enough. so like weird little mechanics that seem pretty useless i usually forget that's just like a very recent example yeah um anytime there's a game series where there was a mechanic in the second game i always forget that like that's where it was introduced just small stuff like that where it's like yeah, you could always do this. It's like, no, you couldn't. They introduced that in, like, the third game or whatever. I guess, like, a case in point is Resident Evil. And Resident Evil 3 is the first game where they had a quick 180-degree turn so you could get away. And I always just forget that, like, 2 didn't that have that. That wasn't in 1 or 2? Wow, I thought it was. No. no. So just stuff like that where a mechanic was introduced, but it's so useful. I forget that, like, all of a series perhaps doesn't have that, and it's a bummer. That'll be my answer. All right. I can't think of any others. I'll take the next question from James. Last time you read the names, Paul had to scroll down through a good amount of pages to get to it. I want to keep all the previous names. I don't want an inconvenience. You should I start a new Google Doc or is keeping it going like this all right? This is all right. It's fine. I can scroll. It's no big deal. 
There's or, also no, that's page a lot of work. Thinking. That's a lot of work, dude. Is do what we do for our show notes and just reverse it. So when you have new names, hit page break and the new names are on the first page. Right. So the oldest names are on the bottom page. Right. Does that make sense? Yep. I mean, you could do it that way, too. And just as a heads up, I think the easy way to do that is like shift enter in Google Docs or something like that. So there's also just insert page break and it's control enter. It's control enter. Okay. So there you go. You could just do it that way. Whatever. It doesn't matter to me. Uh, his second part, I am a Sony kid with PlayStation being my first console ever. A side effect is that I've never played a Mario Zelda game to an ending. I realize I may be in the minority of more serious gamers, but I don't feel bad about it in the sense I don't pity myself, even though admitting this is hard because people might be shocked and appalled by that fact. Even though this idea is stupid in the first place, what gaming faux pas would you say you're guilty of? Gaming faux pas. I never finished Ocarina of Time. I've okay. seen it finished and I've like sat beside friends who have finished it, but I okay. never finished it myself. Okay. I haven't finished a Final Fantasy <laughs> since seven and I technically didn't finish seven. So I it- think if I've ever finished, I don't think I've ever finished a Final Fantasy game. Oh, I've gotten very close, like last boss. And then they required like, oh, you need about 10 more levels or you're not going to be able to like finish this. And it was like, uh, well, I'm not grinding that. Mm-hmm. I could also apply the same to Zelda. Like, I haven't finished a 3D Zelda since Majora's Mask, with the exception of Breath of the Wild. That's the first one to break the trend. OK, so like I've never I fin- beaten I've, Wind I've Waker or like Twilight Princess or anything like that. Skyward Sword. Mm hmm. I mean faux pas magical i don't mean i know i just finished final fantasy 5 i literally meant i haven't finished anything past seven back when that was new like i've finished one and two since i finished seven i don't know what my answer would be i'd say i have a lot of like blind spots like i don't play yeah because i don't play a ton on my pc there's okay. a lot of games that i just miss out on like I don't okay. have a great uh, understanding of like uh, MOBAs or RTSs. Uh, so I have a lot of like blind spots for sure. I guess I never finished just to go off Wiki the Fish's comment. I never finished a Kingdom Hearts game. But I, the yeah, thing yeah. is, is that it's not yeah, really a same. faux pas to me because I don't care. That's like otherwise I would have, right? <laughs> In yeah. Theory? This is, that's why this question's hard for me. Every time. I feel like nowadays it's way easier to justify not beating a game because there's so many games now. Sure. Yep. That's fair. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but, but uh, and the reason I brought up like Ocarina of Time and stuff like that is because there's just like, some games that like everyone holds so high up. Yeah. And that's probably why he's talking about Zelda. And no, Mario. totally. <clears throat> I'm, but the thing is, I'm thinking of games that people hold in high regard and I usually have played them. I guess like. I never played Galaxy 2, Mario Galaxy 2, because I hated Mario Galaxy. Mm, that's does, like, fair. does that even count? Because <laughs> I played Mario Galaxy, which is the one I people think, talk about. I think about. Galaxy 2 is the better game. Okay. But yeah, I get what you mean. Uh-huh. This is actually a really hard question, weirdly enough. Um, I'm going to move on, though. Assuming I have access to most, if not all, the games in either sales, including Odyssey and Breath of the Wild, which game... In each series, should I start at? Oh, I see. Okay. Assuming he has access to all Mario or Zelda games, 
in either series, including Odyssey and Breath of the Wild, which series should he start? What game in each series should he start? Hmm. This is a good question, because normally I would say just start at the latest one, because then you could be like a part of like the conversation. And you shouldn't do that with Zelda. You shouldn't start at the latest one. Zelda and Mario are like like Zelda is all about changing everything. So you shouldn't do that one. And then Odyssey is so good about like the nostalgia it's pulling from. You Uh shouldn't do that one either. Yeah, that's fair. The weird thing is, is that I you could do Odyssey just because it's the best playing 3D Mario, maybe. But you should probably have one other game under your belt, maybe for that nostalgia would be pretty good. I'd probably just actually say Mario World. Yeah. Yeah. For 2D Mario, Mario Mario World or Mario World or 3. I'd say three world, over world. World, I think, is a little more forgiving than three is. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't even know about because if I think like three D Mario's, like Mario sixty four is a good one, but like it, it's sixty four so is aged so bad. Like, yeah, I, so yeah. then I think like, well, what's the what's the one that would look the best? Galaxy. Galaxy. That's kind of a weird thing to start with. If he has no frame of reference, does it matter that Mario sixty four sucks? Because then when he plays better ones, he'll feel, oh, this is just better. But that, but that might make him not want to actually that, play the others. I that's know, the that's trade-off. the other. It also just looked like, what's the best version of that? That DS one? That's still going to just kind of look God, like no. Crap. No, that one's awful because, like, the D-pad makes you go oh, slow. Right. You have yeah. to use the touchscreen to move fast. <clears throat> yeah, uh, so I don't even know where you would start with the 3D ones. 3D Mario's. I would maybe just say... Galaxy <laughs> 2 or 3D World. Yeah. Yeah, actually, no, I think, actually, 3D World, yeah, yeah, that's probably what I would recommend. Yeah, that that's one. a good one. 3D World um, is just different enough from the actual 3D Mario's that it might make feel a little weird, but you'll get you'll get the transition, I guess, in between. Because yeah. I think Galaxy is is still kind of like like every Mario is such a like 3D Mario is like quite a quite a different thing from yeah, sure. the last one. Sure, and Galaxy it, it, those ones are weird on their own too. But I just don't want you starting with Odyssey. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, Zelda. Uh, a link you to the past is real time. good. <laughs> it's real easy to get into. Link to the past. Yeah, link to the past is a good one for sure. Uh, who? Probably Wind Waker HD. Wind Waker would be great. HD though, because then yeah, yeah. It, it speeds up a lot of things. It also it's also just easier to. I've heard that it's actually HD fixes a lot of issues I have with the end game of Wind Waker, which makes me yep. kind of happy. To hear. Yeah. Yep. Wind Waker. I, I love Wind Waker. Um, Skyward Sword was good. It has a slow beginning. So, yeah, probably Wind Waker is probably your best bet. Although, like I said, Ocarina of Time still holds up. Yeah, I'm OK yeah. with Ocarina. Especially if you have it like on 3DS and you can just play it like in the bathroom or on the bus or whatever. Just where yep. get a little bit in and every then time. 2D. I think Link to the Past is probably like a real good start. I think so. too. Minish Cap is good, too. Really, any of the handheld ones is also good because, like, sure. I was gonna say Link's Awakening. Then yep. there's also the Oracle of Ages and Seasons games, which are good, and not talked about yeah. that much. Yeah, I, I like those games quite a bit. Yeah, I feel like almost any handheld 2D Zelda is good. Link Between Worlds was also really good, but I feel like if you don't know Link to the Past, you lose the nostalgia points that one has. Yeah, I mean, I, I still really like Link Between Worlds. That's still such. Yeah, a good one. I forgot. Don't do, about don't do the one. multiplayer ones. There's no that's. No. I mean, those are just kind of like ancillary. Yeah, do sure. those like at maybe later date with yeah, friends. They're, once they're you fine, know what you but like. like don't do the fir- as your first one. That'd be kind of a weird thing. For sure. All right, John, why don't you do your uh, letters? All right. Yeah, that sounds good. 
Okay, we got three letters from our mysterious writer. Okay. Now the question is, which one is going to be the most recent one? Because, oh, right. of course, it's a little tricky to tell until I've actually opened them up. Yeah, yeah. Let's find out here. I've got one dated. Ooh, this one's mostly handwritten. 30th of October. Okay. 13th of November. Okay. And 6th of November. All right, yeah. here we go. Okay, 30th of cool. October. Yep. Uh, bum, bum, bum. Gotta make you understand Undertale and everything. Uh... Burnout Paradise was released on January 22nd, 2008. It might have made that one week gap a little difficult for you, Sean. So sorry about that. No, you got it, which was yeah. the impressive thing. I, yeah. Sean destroyed all these trivia questions last time. Yeah, he yep. did. Champion. All right. Yep. First up. Okay. First off, I'm going to be putting both the question and the answer on here from now on. The answer on the back since uh, waiting for next week's answer means waiting for John's next P.O. Box trip. Okay. Also, I lost my pen, okay. so pencil. So this is all written in pencil. <laughs> Okay. Okay. The question this time, I got to make sure that the actual answer is not facing the camera. Uh, the question this time is simple. What is the second best selling video game on the second best selling console? Oh my God. Of all time. <laughs> That's a good question. Okay. Okay. Best selling console of console. all time is probably PS2, right? Did the Xbox 360 ever outsell PS2? Just as a side note, I don't know because that was a super popular I know, I think, console. I think the PS2 is the I don't I, my guess is the I, PS2 is I'm the best one. I'm pretty sure PS2 sold better. Sold it. I uh, yeah. I don't know if you guys follow like, the the YouTube would, channel Cloth Map from Drew Scanlon of no, Giant Bomb, but he no. just went to Brazil and they still sell PS2s down there. Huh. Um, and then if anyone's interested in a, like a travel video game documentary series, look at cloth map on YouTube. I didn't a, realize he had channel. started that yet. So I yeah, he's, he's, he's out. already gone on like two or three trips. Cool. You should definitely check it out. They're cool. Good. Uh, so here's the thing now, what does he consider game boy? Like mm. does game boy oh. count here. Cause game boy would technically be up there. So would we, uh, cause it's, it's we have to be video. like the highest, right? It just says console. I, okay, let's ass, let's assume he doesn't. Okay. No handhelds, because we okay. gotta we gotta figure. Yep, it out. yep. I still think PS2 is the number one. You guys don't think so? Uh, like I, if I, it's not, what do you think is the number one? If you had to guess, the if number one. It's not one? PS2. It's Wii. But Wii. Uh, or actually, yeah. no. Unless unless Game Boy's in the mix, then Game Boy's gonna be the winner. Okay, well, let's let's say it's not. We gotta we have, we have to make a decision. Okay, all right. Or we can go separate. Hang on, I have a cat here. Oh yeah, you, you, for sure, for sure. Okay. I think the Wii would be the first, so I'm going to say PS2. That sounds like it's probably a good number, too. Because that's okay. what he asks, right? The second best-selling mm, or the yeah. second best-selling console? And then you got to pick the second best-selling game on the PS2. On the PS2. I'm going to do the opposite. I'm going to say the Wii is the second best-selling console. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. And the second best-selling game on the Wii. So the best-selling game on the PS2... I'm trying to think of the big games. Like, which Grand Theft Auto is... The one that sold the most. San Andreas sold the most. On console, on uh, PS2. Usually. Yeah, usually yeah. San Andreas is the best selling. Okay. Over Vice City? Hello. I guess so. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say Game Boy was the best selling, which means PS2 is second best. GTA San Andreas is probably the best selling on the PS2, so I'm going to say... That's where I'm at, too. I'm trying to think of what the other big sellers on Ooh, PS2 were. Fuck. 
That is Do you think one. it's like a FIFA game? Ooh, I didn't even think of that. Could be a FIFA. Could be uh shit. Or maybe maybe like a SOCOM game? Like a God of War or something? It, I doubt it's a God of War. I was almost gonna I say Final Fantasy ten. I doubt uh, it's an RPG. You know what? I'm gonna say GTA San Andreas, assuming that there's one that's sold a little bit more, which is why it's a trick question. I'll say Wii and I'll say Mario Kart Wii. Okay. I'm locked in. I'm going to say PS2 and I'm going to say... Oh, fuck. What did I say? I'm trying to think of what... There's got to be some glaringly it's obvious so hard. I'm not thinking of right now. Yeah. I'm going to say PS2 and I'm going to say Metal Gear Solid 2. Okay. okay. Just to go with a very out there answer. I don't okay. think it's going to be that, but okay. Son of a bitch. Okay. It is the it is Nintendogs for the DS. Wow, <laughs> great! Both, there is no the, way both both the PS2 and the DS have sold over 150 million units, with the DS only a few million units behind the PS2. On the DS, the best-selling game is New Super Mario Brothers with 30.8 million, then Nintendogs with 23.96 million, and third is Mario Kart DS with 23.6 million. Okay. If you don't care for the combining versions, uh. Philosophy a la Pokemon and guest Mario Kart DS. Consider yourself a pseudo winner. I didn't know the DS outsold the Wii. Okay. How, how much? I was, that I, makes I, sense because I, I was thinking handheld. I'm, I'm surprised Game Boy did not beat those, though. I thought Game Boy would have no, been way The farther. DS was super popular. I would have guessed DS over, over Game Boy. Uh, I'm glad I was right that PS2 is the number one console. Yeah. So I knew that one. Cool. <clears throat> Good question. All right. All right. Yep. Next up, 6th of November. Never going to give you up. Yep, Undertale, Undertale. Uh, worldwide releases are synchronized nowadays, but back in the 80s, hang, the cat is trying to eat the letter and the answer as a result. Hang on. Uh, back in the <laughs> okay. 80s, this this was further from the truth. Case in point, the NES. How long did it take Nintendo to fully release the NES worldwide? Give or take oh. two years. Bonus for how long after release did it take for Japan to discontinue the NES? Famicom for them, plus or minus five years. I have no idea. For the uh, NES, I want to say five. Worldwide. Oof. I want to say five for NES. Because it came out, the Famicom came out in 83, I believe, or 84. NES came out in North America in 85, 86. But where else? How long did it take to get to Europe? Oh, right. Europe. They're part of the world, too. Hmm. I have absolutely no idea. I'm, I'm still going to stick with five. I'll say six. Okay. And I'm, I'm going to say, I'm actually going to say six as well on that one. Okay. okay. And then what was the follow up second question? <clears throat> actually, I'm going to four. Yeah, I'm actually going to go to five. I'm going to go back to five on that one. I'm going to go with Paul on this one. Okay. Uh, bonus question. How long after the release of the system did it take for Japan to discontinue the Famicom? Give oh, or take so five. Is this from Japan's release to Japan's cutoff? Yeah. Yes. This is give okay. or take five years. Now, um, this one I remember being absolutely bonkers. Yeah. Like I think it's I think it's past the millennium when this happened. That is bonkers. Oh uh, really? Okay. Well, then I'll say twenty years. Okay. I was gonna say fifteen, just as a guess to begin with. Eighty-three, ninety-three, two thousand three. I'm gonna say 25. Okay. But I think it's actually. I think it actually might be more than that. 
It's okay, unless I'm getting this wrong. So we're throwing a wide net out there. All right. It took them four years to release uh, okay. it worldwide, July 1983 for Japan to July 1987 for Australia. Oh, okay. 87. And it, yeah. took, and it took 20 years for Japan to discontinue okay. the Famicom in September 2003. Okay. Hopefully plus or minus was generous enough this time. Yes, it was very generous. I think we all yeah. got all yeah. of them, actually. We all got it. Yep. Nice. Sean was right on with the 20, so. Yeah. But, yeah. Cool. One last one. Mm-hmm. And I think I accidentally just saw the answer. Uh, so, whoops. Okay. Uh, 13th November, never gonna let you down. Undertale, Undertale. Paul, I hear you like those Resident Evil games, so let's do a question about them. Oh, besides, my God. Right. Besides Resident Evil 4, since that yep. would be too easy, which Resident <laughs> Evil has been released on the most platforms, and how many was it released on? Please okay. note, this does include extra ports like PlayStation Classics. Okay. Based off, what, of, yeah. based off of Kotaku, this is based off a Kotaku article called Resident Evil Games Ranked by Number of Ports, released on September 28th, 2017. Just okay. stating my sources in case Paul gets mad after this. Okay. <laughs> All uh, right, well, if, it, if it's not counting Resident Evil 4, then that's actually a really easy answer. I, I have no idea. Is it? One? Is it one? Does Director's Cut count as one? <clears throat> Ooh. Because I would assume that counts as a separate thing because that's technically a second. Because it says like uh, this includes extra ports like PlayStation Classics. Okay, so that would include like the GameCube ports as well. Then. Yeah, but then that that's a safe net because that they everything. I know zero to, zero to four were on GameCube. I'm gonna say one because if Director's Cut is on there, it's easily the answer, and if it's not, it's still very high. Okay. What's the answer? Yeah. Um, oh, sorry. Uh, I think Paul's wrong on this. Are you going with that answer as well, yeah. Sean? Yeah, I have no idea. So okay. I just said one. Or, yeah, <laughs> why not? All right. Yeah. Okay. So this was the game I thought it was going to be anyways. Uh, it's actually Resident Evil 2. Okay. Ten What's platforms. So they're not counting <laughs> director's cut then. Okay. That's fine. Uh, PlayStation 1. PlayStation 3. PlayStation Vita. PSP, Windows, N64, Dreamcast, GameCube, and my personal favorite, and I'm actually saying that, not the note. Uh, the the note says, and then two weird ones, the GameCom. Yeah, the GameCom version's terrible. I played it actually on stream a, a month ago. You remember Tiger Electronics, those old like yeah. black and white LED uh, games? Yeah, yeah, LCD yeah. games? Yeah, they made a whole <laughs> system. It was awful. For some yeah. reason, Resident Evil 2 got ported to it, and S Symphony of the Night was actually going to get ported to it as well. Oh, but it didn't? Oh, that sucks. No. That would have been funny. Oh, that would have been amazing to see. Uh, the Tiger 99X, which is basically if Resident Evil 2 right. had a shitty black and white equivalent to that Resident Evil Game Boy Color prototype that leaked ages ago. The more you know, uh, Resident Evil 1 had nine ports, so that mm -hmm. was, I can definitely see why you thought that would have been the answer. Yeah. And Resident Evil 4 had 12. Yeah. No, one's a lot for sure. It's yeah. just stupid amount of ports. Cool. All right, is that it for letters? That's it for letters. Okay. Uh, okay, next question comes in from a different James. I was playing Breath of the Wild and got to a part where I found a few statues out in the open. These statues look like the people use them for worship as they have baskets beneath them uh, that have an apple in them, except one basket was empty. 
Thinking that this meant something, I went into my inventory, grabbed an apple, and put it in the basket, and what do you know, a Korok appeared. Mm-hmm. Now, my question to you all is the following yes or no question. Is this Korok kind of a dick for hiding and waiting here so he can act like a god to someone who sacrificed an apple? Yes. Sure. The answer I, I, is yes. yes. I feel like I incorporated this because, like, yeah, what is, what? why did this Korok set it up this way? Like, does he, is he just trying to steal an apple? See, I was under the impression he ate the apple that was there, and then when you put another one there, he's like, oh, shit, yeah. And then that's when you <laughs> catch him. But, no, but I, why is he hanging around? I think like, the whole point think- is that Koroks love playing hide and seek, and they're just playing hide and seek with anyone. Like, yeah. like literally, they're not. They're just like, I'm going to hide, and if whoever finds but, me, But why set lucky. up the hint? Like, because you would think the Korok found, like, let's say there are five statues, five mm-hmm. apples. Yeah. And that Korok took one of the apples away. Right? Because that, like, it's got to be fair. That's the only way to make the game fair. Okay. Like, well, I know if, from a gameplay, yeah, no, I mean, a, sure, yeah, I mean, from like, I'm an just actual, trying to think what's going on in this Korok's head. From hide and seek perspective, like, if I were like, okay, if this person stands in this specific spot, they'll find me, but then like, I don't actually show anything to show that they should stand there. I feel like then I'll be hiding there for the rest of my life. So maybe they were like, I've been here too long. Let's actually make this doable for a human being. Okay. What happens to that apple, though? I'm sure it, like, yeah. It, I was going to say they eat it, but aren't the Koroks seeds or plants? So, no? Hmm. Maybe they offer it to the big tree. Hmm. All right, Paul, you got this next one? I do. I just got to scroll down a little bit here. Hopeful Hero wrote in and asked, after recent events, I shall forever call November 11th to 12th, 2017, the weekend where fighting games blew our minds again, thanks to the inclusion of TMNT for Injustice 2 and Noctis and Lucius Calum for Tekken 7 via DLC, especially after Cloud's reveal for Smash 4. That happened the same day two years ago. Cause a split reaction among the fan bases for these games. Some getting excited about these Characters showing up in other games while theirs are a bit bitter over their inclusion, which I can understand. TMNT uh, inclusion for Injustice 2 over Spawn, who's been heavily requested for a while. Noctis's inclusion for not fitting in with the cast slash tone of the other Tekken reps, mostly because he's not a martial artist, unlike Yang for from Final Fantasy 4. Yeah, whatever. There's a bunch of things here. That being said, my uh, here are my questions for you guys. One. Do you think there will be a burnout of crossover slash guest characters in other the near future? In other games in the near future, I'm guessing? No, it doesn't happen that often. And no. It, again, it, it only happens in fighting games, really. Fighting now. games are, like, known for this, though. Like, I don't yeah. understand why people Smash Brothers has been doing this for, for ver- like, a couple versions now. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Professor Layton had one. Like, Capcom used to straight up make crossover games with everyone pretty much like that's like capcom's fighting game mo for a while was literally like all right let's pick some marvel property put it against street fighter let's put it against capcom's put it against someone else let's fight snk for no reason yep yeah i don't think they'll stop because people want to see these characters go up against each other that's why there's always like forums like who's better goku or superman yeah Yeah. like there will never not be one of those forums on the internet sure um and it's why when they put it like an Avengers movie, we want to see the good guys punch each other for a little bit because we want to see them use their superpowers against each other. And who would win in that fight? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So, no, I don't think there will be burnout because it's kind of what people expect and want from that type of game. And just in general, it's just fun to see universes collide. Yeah. Uh, second part of the question, what are your thoughts on having guest characters slash crossovers in video games? I think we kind of answered that one as well. Yeah, yep. for it. We're all for it. Yep. Uh, three, do you think other companies could benefit from having characters slash franchises in crossover games? Yeah. yeah. Why not? Yeah. For sure. Like, look at that. Was that that Ruby, uh, Blaze Blue, uh, Persona, and I can't even remember what the last franchise is, but like that weird multi group fighting game that's coming out from Arc System Works that's not Dragon Ball Fighters. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, and it also, like, people that like a certain type of game. Well, they'll like pick up that game because they like some of the characters that they know, especially like the Capcom versus whatever. And then they find out some characters that they think are cool looking or whatever. Maybe check out the source material and there you go. It helps everybody. And four, got any dream crossover slash appearances for any game in particular? Doesn't need to be fighting games. It would be any genre you want. Dream crossover. Goku versus Superman. Mm-hmm. I just want a game. It's just Goku versus Superman. That's, That's all it. it has to be. Nothing yeah. else. Yeah. Goku cross God of War cross Asura's Wrath. Who can okay. yell the most? Yep. Yep. Hmm. I think it would be dope to have like a Disney fighting game with Disney characters fighting each other. Mm. That would be great. Okay, I'm surprised there isn't one of those. Or like even just a fan-made version of it or something. I'm surprised that didn't come out like on the NES or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it seems right up there. Yeah, for sure. I totally, I totally forgot about like Project Cross Zone, which is literally just a bunch of Capcom, Sega, and Namco properties mixed together in a strategy game. Mm-hmm. So I like, didn't know I, that was a strategy I, game. That's why I didn't mention it. I thought it was a fighting game. And nope. you already mentioned like fighting games do this all the time. Nope, they're a tactics game or like a okay. weird a tactics game with like a cool combat system, which is based on fighting games. So, yeah, like yeah. half and half. I got to play those. Uh, God, I would love like a Power Stone style game with like a bunch of different property crossovers. I just basically sure. want another Power Stone, but I'm totally be down okay. if it was like that's kind of so just like, yeah, like a 3D Smash Bros because they, yeah. they started bringing in tons of characters with that one. But yeah, yeah that'd be good too. more Power Stone stuff. Yep. All right, John, you got this next one? I should be able to now that the cat's gone. Uh, where do we leave off, though? This is uh, so Heroes one just press. then. Cool. From one press LDP. Uh, so with Mario and Zelda out in the first year of the Switch, what main titles do you want to see next year? Not counting the ones we already know of, like the new Yoshi game and the new Kirby game. I want F-Zero. <laughs> I, I'll, I want F-Zero, too. I'll say it every time. As the I want F Zero, but it's not it's not gonna sell like the fans think. It I really want an F Zero platformer. I want a real Animal Crossing. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm expecting yeah. a real Animal Crossing being announced. Yeah, yeah. Uh WarioWare. Oh man, yes. I want either a new WarioWare or a new Wario platforming game. Either I was one. about to say Wario Land would be really cool too. Yeah. Uh I'm not gonna say Smash Brothers because it's the easy answer. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> in the but chat i want a new golden sun that'd be cool i doubt that's gonna happen i don't think that third one did very good yep <laughs> but like let's think about it now like all 
all the main properties that Nintendo usually does have already kind of played their hand. New Donkey Kong. We already Kong. got Mario. Oh, I guess you're right. Donkey Kong's not covered. We, Wait, we don't, we don't have, have Animal anything. Crossing? Well, no, that's what we're saying. Like, Animal Crossing would be one. Yeah. But we already know we're getting a new Metroid. We already know we're getting a new Kirby. We're getting a new Yoshi. We're getting a new Pokemon. We're getting a uh, We've already got new Mario. We've already got new Zelda. Yeah. Like, what other core... Well, technically, technically, we've gotten a new Fire Emblem. But I think they also said they're working mm. on it. Well, here's the thing. They also said they're doing a that core. Hurts. We're getting a core Fire Emblem. They also announced a core Fire Emblem. Don't forget That's true. that. You're right. You're right. They did do that. Yeah. Yeah. So like almost every like main property Nintendo usually does is already covered except for like Star Fox and F-Zero. I mean, they did just put out Star Fox 2. Technically. So, sure. And I mean, that was a pretty big win. I'm yeah. still kind of expecting a port of Star Fox Zero. I have a weird hunch that they're just going to port no that. No way. That thing didn't do well. Eh, but neither did Pokemon Tournament from what I remember. Oh, did it not? Okay. I don't think it did too well. I might well, be wrong I just, on that. The way I gauge if a, Pokemon, if a Nintendo game did well or not is how much does it actually get discounted? Because Nintendo games usually don't. And mm. I've seen that game for so cheap. It's like that, and it's like Codename Steam. I also see that game for real cheap. That's fair. Yeah, like... Oh, right, there was a new No More Heroes announced. That's a good one. Yeah, but that's not a Nintendo property. But isn't it coming just to the Switch? Is it just to the Switch? Oh, yeah, I, don't I, I think remember. you're right, actually, on that. Hmm. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I would love to All see, right. like, Advance... Someone else brought up in the chat. Advance Wars, I'd love to see come back. Advance Wars. There's a spiritual successor to Advance Wars on the PC right now. I can't remember what it is. I know what you're talking about, but I, yeah, I, can't, I can't remember the name of it either. Let me look it up real quick. Yeah, like uh, Donkey Kong. I feel like Donkey Kong, uh, Star Fox, and Animal Crossing are really the only ones that haven't really been covered yet. And I guess F-Zero. Mm-hmm. A new Donkey but, like, Kong I, would be cool. You know what I'd actually like? And it won't happen, but I'd actually like it. A new Kid Icarus Uprising. Ugh. You ugh, but like if with a better control <laughs> scheme, like that would be a great game. Yeah, and people did really like that, so I wouldn't be surprised if we got. I a, loved uh, Kid Icarus Uprising, but with like uh, I hated the control scheme. So if if you give me hmm. proper twin stick controls with that, I I'm in 100 day one. The the game was Tiny Metal that I was talking about earlier. Okay. Okay. Cool. Some people are saying right. like, would there be a new Mario Kart? I'm like, it seems too soon. Yeah, too soon. Yeah. But there will be one sooner or later. Sure. Uh, Mega Latino, what do you think is more important for game for gaming? An esports event as big uh, and popular as the FIFA World Cup, or an award show as grand as the Emmys? More important, it depends what you find important in the gaming industry. Do you want it to be more accessible in like the audience type thing, like a sports game? Because then obviously esports, or do you want it to be taken more seriously as an art form? In which case, it would be the enemies. I'm just trying to think what would push just like the the medium to. That's what it is. Like, which way do you want it to push? Just kind of. I feel like like we already have an award show, like the Game Awards. I know it's not right. Yeah, like we make fun of it a lot, but like that's basically. But that's basically what that is. Exactly. Like, right. I mean, that's the thing. The thing is, is if we do get an award show, it has to start somewhere. And it's always going to start small and, and, and work its way up. But sure. we still don't have like no one's no one's having Oscar parties, like getting up in, in tuxes 
for the game. Yeah, because like, uh, like hundreds of people work on these games, like just like with movies and stuff like that. But there's like no like front man really for most of this stuff. Mm. Right. I feel like it's I, harder to pull say, off like an Oscar uh, type setup. I think it's more important also, for esports. That's just we also already have a lot of the esports as well. Like I remember hearing like the international, the Dota tournaments, like far surpassing many other sports like grand prizes. Like I think it's last in, year Dota's inaccessible though. That's just because that's how many people play and enjoy that game. Yeah. Some something like, like Overwatch, what they're doing with their like World Cup sort of thing, where each team is representing either a city or a country. That's like that sort of thing is the right step towards what the whole big and popular is FIFA. The problem is, is that Overwatch is not fun to watch for a casual, really. Yeah. Like if, I mean, so, like fighting, I was um, going to say Evo as well, because that shows yeah. up on ESPN. But at the same time, again, if you're a casual, you might not fully get it or you, you'll just kind of shit on it. Yeah. When I, the way I'm interpreting this question is, I think it's like, I think part of it is is non-gamers yeah. taking it seriously in some way. Sure. And I think that's so hard for anything Evo, because when a non-gamer looks at this yeah. stuff, it's going to be like, I have no idea what's going on. Yeah. As, as a gamer myself, half the time it's like, when I'm looking at a fighting game, like high level stuff, I'm, I'm, not, I'm definitely not picking up on the nuance there. It's just like, yeah, they're they're punching and blocking a lot. No. You know, I have to I have to be really into the game to get that part, and then that requires really good commentators. Yeah, but you you but I think you could point to an award show and be like, wow, they're for whatever reason this you know Horizon just won an award. What what is Horizon? Like th- that person has yeah. a gold trophy. Yeah, um, and true. also they're just like with like the fancy pants nature of it. You could be like, oh, they're saying this is like it puts it more towards the art form thing. Here's the which thing: could be taken more seriously. I hate the Emmys and Oscars, anyways. I think they're useless, so I don't care if gaming has a version of that. Sure, um, yeah, and I mean, there's definitely problems with the Oscars too. Sure. So. So I personally am saying that the an esports event that's accessible and big is more important. All right. Where did you land, Paul? Uh, John? I'm going to agree. Esports. Okay. Like, I feel like with all, like, like I guess you guys have heard about all the teams that, like, NBA teams are sponsoring now. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, like, that's, I feel like, another step in the right direction, too. Yeah. They're making steps there, for sure. Right. Yeah. Isn't there a Dota team that's sponsored by Uporn? Probably. That sounds probably yes, like a and thing. I feel like they but they couldn't advertise it on their jackets or something crazy like that. I forget. What I think it was. that sounds familiar. Yeah. And they probably weren't very good because I don't think a lot of people were talking about that. So they didn't make it far. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. Uh, Paul, you got the second last one. I do. We skipped one. So I'm going to read that first. VGC oh, Kenny okay. wrote in and said with the death of the Wii U and the phasing out of the 3DS, what hopes for games died with it? Personally, I'm sad, and Elite Beat Agents 2 won't come to pass. That's true. I guess less ha- less uh, touchscreen games, right? Well, yeah. for the Wii U, what I always imagined was, like, this cool game where the TV had a, like, image on it or whatever, and you would hold up the tablet, and it would be able to tell with, like, the gyroscope where it was looking on the TV, and then they could put some, like weird shit on there and play with it something different as opposed to just mirroring the screen yeah so yeah that's dead now because the wii u had the tablet and the tv and the switch is only one screen at a time i think i think the game you're looking for and they did this they did this it was mario kart 8 and if you played as 
as Wario, then the touchscreen was a fart button. Yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> that's that's right. the one. You yep. did it. Yep. Um, I'm, I missed the asynchronosity idea of the Wii U, but it was implemented pretty bad, honestly. Sure. I, I feel like they could have done cool stuff. It just didn't sell enough, so d- companies did not put the time in to develop for it because they yeah. wouldn't have gotten anything back, which is a bummer. And yeah, so we're missing a lot of that as well. Like the whole like D&D stuff that people were talking they could do and whatnot. Yep. That would have been cool. Yep. And uh, he it was said in the chat, but Zombie U, the way that like it would take your attention away from what's happening on the screen to like rummage through your backpack to use items and stuff on the tablet. And then you would look back up at your TV and a zombie's running at you. Stuff like that yep. is stuff that won't happen now ever. <laughs> Because that's yeah. G- Game and yeah. Wario did some cool stuff with that. Uh, yep. Wonderful 101 did some all right stuff with that. Yep. Yep. So there you go. I, I'm i sad that we didn't get just some like like console ports of DS games. Like I would have loved like a huge HD Layton. Or mm-hmm. you know, whatever, whatever, you know, insert your DS title there. <clears throat> the world ends with you two would be amazing. It would be amazing. Sure, yep. Okay, John, you have the second last one then. Sure. Uh, This one's from Daniel. So, Paul, I follow you on Twitter, and I saw your tweet about asking people to join and help complete the rest of Resident Evil 6 on main campaign modes. I remember last year for October, you and John played through the three core campaigns, but didn't finish Ada's campaign. Have you asked him to finish what you two started in October 2016? Also, has it been a year? It's been a year. Has it really been a year? Jeez. We've we've said in passing every couple weeks after we talk on DDP. But we never set anything up. No. Pretty much. Well, it's like, because every time we think about it, I'm like, oh, I got to leave like next week. <laughs> um. Also, just as a heads up, I was asking for people Resident Evil 6 campaign on PS3 specifically, because that's installed for some reason. I was like, I could go for, to play this dumb shit with somebody if you have it. That's why. But um, it's not off the table, I guess. It's just never come to pass because we're bad at planning shit. <laughs> basically also i'm assuming 2017 has been a big game for a big year for games that's kind of playing some some current stuff yeah don't have time for resident evil 6 it's it's honestly kind of true (laughs) yeah 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 all right last question from steven what is a game that you felt really missed out on what it could have been meaning that the phrase man wouldn't it have been cool if they did blank yeah, Pokemon Snap on the Wii U. <laughs> yeah, I'll agree with that. Yeah. You could still do it on the Switch, honestly, but... Sure. I feel like, yeah, we kind of just said basically the Wii U in general. Yep. Um, But more game-specific. Well, you mentioned uh, Wolfenstein 2 should have a different credit music, right? Yeah, it should have anything. That would have made the world a difference. It should have had silence, maybe. <laughs> it was real bad. Uh, rabbits, rabbits would have been better if that last world was a little shorter. Okay, Mass Effect Andromeda would have been better if it didn't exist. <laughs> I'm still considering bringing that home for the Christmas break. Please don't. Some of it. There's other games. Please don't. <laughs> I know. I'm just trying to. It depends where I'm at with my other games. Fair enough. Fair enough. Wouldn't it be cool if they did blank? I feel like I could say this about literally every single game, including the ones I love to death. So. Wouldn't it be cool if 
Goku fought Superman. <laughs> yep. It would be cool, and all right. As as Sura was there, and and then he got angry and wanted to fight. <laughs> Actually, with Battlefront Two brought up, wouldn't it be cool if Battlefront Two didn't do what they did and just made a Star Wars game? That would have been dope. Yeah. Wouldn't it have been cool if Super Mario Odyssey didn't have motion controls? Yeah. Yep. Actually, yeah. That's that's a good one. Wouldn't it have been cool if Super Mario Galaxy didn't have motion controls? <laughs> We're just going to name everything. Just keep going. With motion controls. Yeah, keep going. Wouldn't it have been cool if when I skateboarded in front of my Kinect, I could pick up my skateboard and then there's my skateboard in the game? <laughs> that would have been so cool. <laughs> yeah, you could do this yeah, all day about yeah, every game. There's so much. There's so much. Yeah. All right. If you want to send in questions for next week, top down perspective at gmail.com. At TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Facebook group, the Discord channel, John's P.O. Box. Games of the week. Animal Crossing Pocket Camp, obviously. I guess since I've been playing so much of it, Animal Crossing. Steam World Dig 2. Nice. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We will be back later. Bye. Bye, everyone. In December. Thank you.